0: innovation and education. Today we're at the Verde Eco-School's Community Garden in the Ogali Arts District, chatting with creators John and Ayana Verdi about grit, the process of starting the school, and the deep-rooted innovative spirit here on the Space Coast.
1: We started our journey here to Brevard and the Space Coast in uh, January of 2016. Does that sound about right? It's about right. Yeah. And... Uh, We came here via Miami, and we got to Miami via New Jersey, and we got to New Jersey via New Zealand. So um, this, our journey started basically in New Zealand, um, where my son was in school there and learning their way of learning. was very hands-on very um, Mm community-based learning and um, when we had to come back to the States um, and put our son in a traditional schooling environment in New Jersey um, even after letting them know that he learned how to learn differently Mm -hmm. they tried to put him into the same mold as everybody else and he ultimately did not do well. So they um, they tried to tell us that he had a whole bunch of behavioral and learning problems and um, we didn't agree. So our journey then took us to Miami where um, my son went into a uh, a camp where he would learn how to deal with the different behavioral issues associated with um, ADD, ADHD, because that's what the schools were trying to say that he had. But just knew that he learned how to learn differently. Basically, um, our son was going to school there, and they, the schooling, could not support him or us as a family. Um, we are very interactive parents we are parents that want to be involved um, on a school level on a community level and um, they were not okay with that so um, they tried to put it on my son on a five-year-old child and say that he is not uh, good enough for their school so I not stand by we could not stand by and and say that that was okay Mm so um we in learning from our son and the way that he learns he loves science so we decided to take him straight to nasa Mm -hmm. and we took him to the kennedy space center and started talking to people and started to find out what type of programs they had or children that had such a, a, a rich love of science and um, surely
0: there must have been one here
1: uh, well at the time no uh, at the time there really wasn't and I asked them where would you live if you were us I said Orlando yeah you know what saying I'm, I'm from Brooklyn New York you know would you if you were me would you move to Orlando if you were me where would you move and they said if we were you we would move to melbourne and i said melbourne where is melbourne i don't even i never even heard of it and they said okay melbourne is on the space coast and they and i said why would i do that and they said well and just speaking with your son your son sounds like one day he's going to be an engineer either hmm. an engineer or in the tech industry so Um, We were told that Melbourne has the highest concentration of um, people in the tech industry and engineers on the East Coast.
0: And this is the people at Kennedy Space Center, the staff, the people working there. Yes. Your actions, just on a day trip.
1: Yes. So when we heard that, um, we started coming here. And we started pounding the pavement <laughs> as you will we fell in love with the old galley arts district we love um, the walkability of the area the mm-hmm. architecture of the area mm-hmm. how close it is to the river and to the beach and, and how close it is to NASA's only about 25 minutes away and you have um, all these different artists you have such just such a positive influence and you have the food center museum right down the block you have libraries i mean it just it just reminded us so much of where we're from and um we said that we wanted to start you know in an area that we felt comfortable Mm -hmm. and that we felt that our children um can get a really strong sense of community. It took us some time to try to identify with our son because we felt that he was speaking basically a different language than we were. So we actually called on educators to come and talk to him and just let us know, you know, about our son through the educational pathways. And they suggested strongly that we get him a garden. So we decided that since we love the O'Galley Arts District so much, we would create a community garden there for our son and children like him in the community to come down and be a part of it, and for him to learn um, his the way that he learns through the growing of the urban garden.
0: And when uh, you know people have interacted with your son and said he has the perhaps the mind of an engineer or somewhere in the tech field the garden piece and the hands-on, where's that connection
2: with? So for us, um, in our journey, there was a lot of research. There was a lot of research in in best practice, in early childhood education and beyond. Um, and my feet hit the ground with a desire to create partnerships, so partnerships between innovators and change makers here um, in a place where the climate is about forging beyond um, and making change. So it was interesting because it it was hard sometimes for those who are deep in tech um, and deep in the world of, of black and white to see how does cultivating a garden and a farm connect so deeply to innovation and change in the tech industry? You know, what does growing food have to do with space exploration? You know, how can getting my children's hands in the soil and the dirt impact them um, in STEM careers? You know, why, why is this so connected? Um, and one day, we stumbled across a gentleman named Dr. Lindemann at Florida Institute of Technology. Uh, and he's the head of the the Department of Sustainability there, um, and when I posed these frustrations to him, saying, you know, why is it so difficult to to make people see that innovation starts here? It starts with what we can touch and manipulate in our immediate environment. He said, well, duh, you know. <laughs> he said sometimes engineers, you know, we're a little bit more complicated than. than there we need to be but this is where it begins innovation begins in your place innovation begins in your environment and if we want to create and cultivate the change makers of tomorrow we need to create in them a love for their environment because they are the ones who are charged with the responsibility to save the planet well because what you do on the land affects technology and the technology that you create affects the land you know what i do here on this farm affects the Indian River Lagoon that's across the street, you know, and the technology that we create affects the Indian River Lagoon. Well, wow, look, there's an intersection there, you know, so it, it's, it's been interesting to cultivate these partnerships and and see and understand that we're cultivating a climate of lifelong learning. You know, it's not just for the children, it's, it's for their parents. It's for everyone in the community to come together and understand that we're stewards of this place. We need to nurture it um, and, and create solutions to problems that are intersectional that meet that meet nature that that meet responsibility for the earth. And our kids have to understand that. And the first place that that they make that connection um, is through love, right? Is through love for their place, through love for their environment. It's kind of hard to tell a five-year-old, hey, we've got this problem. There's climate change and the, you know, the sea levels are, are rising and there's deadly algal blooms in, in the Indian River Lagoon. But it's how? Yeah, It's terrifying and, and it's, it's demoralizing. Yeah. It's, what am I, you know, 20 more years of that in school, what am I, I can't, I can't fix that problem. But if you say, love this place. This is your place. Look at what we can grow here. Food came from this earth. You did this. Look at the butterflies. And this is where innovation begins through through love and connection. As my children create a fort <laughs> on, on the farm and this is innovation at work. Right? So if you allow children, Thank there's a great there's home. a great author and of course his name right now is escaping me, but he says that innovation is the play of children. And it is that's what children are made to do to innovate yeah right because they don't see the world as a problem they see the world as waiting for solutions and and new adaptations what is what happens when i do this what happens when i do that if i do that they are the world's most aggressive researchers right that's what children are that's what they do i hear there's archery that happens here yeah
0: and new and really cool ways of thinking about math
2: Yes, so that's uh, one of our partnerships with staff of uh, the professors at uh, FIT, at the Ford Institute of Technology. We teamed up with Dr. Batchel there, but he's a physicist. Um, and he came and he worked with our children when they were working on a physics of archery unit. Oh um, and they were exploring the connection between motion and movement and principles in physics. Come so they went on. through the laws of motion uh, as introduced to them through archery. That's what place-based education means. It means what's engaging you now? What's in your environment now? It's not just the places you can visit. Although well, that's part of it. What's in your community? What's special to your place? What's unique to your environment? But it's also what's happening now? Mm-hmm. There Behind you now, there's an okra plant growing. Mm-hmm. Well, how does that happen? How mm-hmm. do we facilitate that growth? We have more pressing issues. You know, we we, we want to learn how to grow food on Mars, <laughs> you know, we, we, want, we want to know about the worm reef on on our barrier islands and what happens if we destroy those reefs. Mm-hmm. Well, what happens if we don't connect children to those issues? What happens if we don't start now? Well, in 30 years, you'll have a bunch of people who don't care, who don't care what that impact is. So we bring them to the Indian River Lagoon. We take water samples, you know, we our second graders tests for coliform bacteria in the water. Wow, there's poop in the water. Yeah, Mm -hmm. Yeah. there's poop in the water. Is is that a good thing? How do you think those animals are surviving? You know, and and they're presented with these issues, these these challenging issues, but they love their place. They want to know more about their place. And these are people who are going to be empowered to make change, yeah. Whenever we trip up and we need more and we need to reach down deep, we stretch out our arms and, and we look for our community, you know, because that's the only way we're all gonna make it. We're only all gonna make it if we kind of link hands and, and understand that these are some complicated issues that we're facing. If we don't link up and use these brilliant minds that are amongst us, we won't make it. So your
0: schoolhouse is it, a couple absolutely. blocks down the street on yeah. Highland, mm-hmm. and then you've got the the farm here, right. the community garden. Yes. Right. Um, this sunflower measures probably 10 inches in diameter. Yeah, it's, it's easily bigger
2: than my head. <laughs> yes. And it's dropping out these sunflower seeds. It's yes. beautiful. Yeah, our kids have been seeding it and planting it and, and seeing that cycle begin mm-hmm. again. Are they popping them open and eating yes, like I do. am?
0: Yes, they do. So community, community growth
2: support. And Absolutely. It's, it's for everybody. And who has more grit than kids? Who's got who has more grit than kids? I mean, yeah. we see them fall down, we see them trip up, we see them cry. Right they right. dust it off and, and they, they get go. up. No. Hey, you know, no, but, well, big deal. We keep it moving, thing. absolutely. And and that's the example I want to follow. You know, yeah. That's the perseverance that I want to have. That gumption, that that was yesterday. I'm here today. I'm in the present now. You know, and and kids have that in spades.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: There's a lot that we can learn from children. In cultivation of our of our inner innovator so I'll, I'll continue to surround myself with children they've got it
1: from new zealand new jersey new, well actually from brooklyn from brooklyn, brooklyn. From brooklyn yeah. to, new to, to, to new zealand to new jersey to miami to, to here in melbourne. melbourne and you know what you you want me Two happier people
0: would be here. We're so lucky. Well, thank thank you. you. Thank you very much. Thank, thank you. you. Innovation and education. Today we're at the Verde Eco Schools Community Garden in the O'Galley Arts District chatting with creators John and Ayanna Verdi about Grit, the process of starting the school, and the deep rooted innovative spirit here on the Space Coast. Thanks for joining us for this episode of Grit Pop Up. Learn more at gritpopup.com.